Hello and welcome to A Deeper Conversation, a podcast for Jewish women. This is Yochaved. Thank you so much for joining me. I am so excited to talk about this next bracha, a continuation of our Birchos Hashachar series. But before I get to that, I do want to tell you, as always, that if you'd like to reach me, please feel free to email me at adeeperconversation120 at gmail.com. If you have questions, comments, suggestions for future episodes, or if you'd like to sponsor a podcast, if you feel like you're getting value from this podcast and you'd like to support it, also please email me at adeeperconversation120 at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at adeeperconversation, um, but if you'd like to reach me, email definitely is the best way. So like I said, I'm so excited for this next bracha. We started off going through Berchas HaShachar, and I really feel like I am the one who's the biggest beneficiary of this. I do daven twice a day, but as I've been going through Berchas HaShachar, all these like nuggets of gold are sort of coming up in with each bracha that I go through, and it's giving me such a more profound understanding of brachos and really changing the changing the way that I connect to it. And this bracha especially, um, I'm finding particularly meaningful. So the bracha is Matir Asurim, who releases the bound. We bless Hashem for releasing us from... Uh, being tied up, I guess. And we're going to be talking about the physical, physical restrictions, things that trap us physically, things that trap us psychologically, emotionally, maybe relationally even. And this is such an incredibly powerful bracha if anybody feels that they're trapped in any way. And I want to get into the specifics of it. Um, but just a beautiful story that I heard, I was listening to um, a podcast and Alan Dershowitz was talking and he was very involved with freeing Natan Sharansky when I was little. I'm 47 years old. So when I was little, um, freeing Soviet Jewry was the cause that we were all up in arms about. We used to go on the Soviet Jewry walkathon every year and raise money and sing songs about the people trapped in behind the Iron Curtain, as we called it. Um, and Natan Sharansky was a name, or Anatoly Sharansky, as we called him then, was a name on everybody's list. And Alan Dershowitz was very, like I said, very involved in freeing him. And he told the story about how he was waiting on the tarmac, waiting for the plane to come in from um, Natan Sharansky coming out of Russia. And he reached over and hugged him. And Natan Sharansky whispered into Alan's ear, Baruch HaTahashem Surim, who releases the bound or the imprisoned. Um, but certainly, even if we're not in uh, Soviet gulag, there's lots of ways that we can feel trapped in our daily life. So, But first, I want to go back to the physical limitations, because this is equally as powerful. And Rav Schwab says that this bracha refers to waking up and having control over our physical movements. So when we sleep, sleep is an incredible thing where we're able to completely recharge our bodies, but we're not conscious. So our body does this incredible thing where we become paralyzed. And this is because it would be very dangerous if a person obviously doesn't have any sense of control over his body and his body still moves around or he is not in control of his mind. So we need our minds to be engaged to be in control of our body and to be mindfully moving around in this world. So when we're sleeping um, and we're not conscious, our bodies actually become paralyzed. I don't know if this has ever happened to any of you guys. It happens to me, but sometimes what happens when you're not fully asleep, you kind of have this waking dream where your mind wakes up and you're conscious, but you're still sleeping. And it's a very weird feeling. You can't move your body at all until you actually wake up. So when you wake up in the morning, obviously we open up our eyes, we say Moda'ani, we thank Hashem for giving us back our souls and giving us our lives. And then we move around our bodies and we thank Hashem through this bracha that we now have control over our physical bodies. Literally, we are bound, physically bound while we're sleeping. We are paralyzed. We have no control over our limbs. And when we wake up, 
we have that power and we thank Hashem for that. We also, as um, Rav Schwab says, included in the spracha is the power of speech and hearing. These abilities are tied up. They're not functioning during sleep. And when we wake up, we now resume our control over those abilities. So this is incredible to me for a lot of reasons. Obviously, just that awareness and that appreciation of the fact that we have the power with our mind to move our body in space and time, to say what we want to say, to hear what we want to hear. But I think one of the most valuable things that a person can do in this world with regards to the choices that they make is to identify that which is in their control and that which is not in their control. And very often when people have anxiety, I've probably mentioned this idea before because it's something that I talk about pretty frequently, but very often when we have anxiety, it's because we're trying to control the things that are out of our control and we're not exerting the control over the things that are in our control. So we spend a lot of time, let's say, worrying about, I don't know, the environment or you know, what tragedies might happen in the future, what's going to happen to our kids in school tomorrow. All these things that are out of our control, we spend a lot of time and effort worrying about those things. And sometimes what I'll even do with a client, if they're worried about a specific thing, I'll draw like a tree, I'll write down the thing. What about this element is in your control? What is not in your control? So now let's look at what's in your control. Let's figure out what to do about those things. And one of the things I think that this bracha teaches us is to make a bracha on the things that are in with our, within our control. But the next step if, of that, that realization, is to utilize those things properly in service of Hashem. Meaning now I have control of my arms, now I have control of my legs. What am I doing with that power that Hashem has given me today? I have that autonomy. What am I doing? How am I using my hands? Where am I going with my feet? With regards to speech, obviously... How am I using the gift of speech that Hashem gave me? It's renewed every single day. So every day I have that opportunity in the Sparacha to acknowledge and decide what I'm doing with that power during the day. And speech and hearing, by the way, are, are very different. And seeing, I guess, also, right? If a person is confronted with something that he doesn't want to see, he could just close his eyes. If a person doesn't want to say something, he doesn't have to say it. But with hearing, there's a little less control involved because... You can't really close your ears. I mean, you could put your hands over your ears. You could like kind of push your earlobes into your ears, I guess. But you really can't stop yourself from hearing something. And so you need to be much more mindful, specifically with regards to hearing, if you don't want to put yourself in a situation where you're going to be hearing things that are inappropriate. And you need to take that much more control over that specific sense. But again, this all comes back to the idea of the control that Hashem has given us over all those things, not taking it for granted and not allowing that control to be unused throughout the day. So that's the first idea. This is the physical idea of not being tied up and not being restricted. But obviously there's more than that. And the last time it says this, there's things that people feel trapped by. So he mentions like debt, let's say. People feel completely trapped sometimes by their financial situation and they don't see how they can get out of it, right? So one of the things we recognize in this bracha is that Hashem gets us out of the things that we're trapped from. Just like when we wake up in the morning, Hashem releases us from the back, from the bounds of sleep or from the binding of sleep. So all the other things that we feel like we're trapped with, we make this bracha and we ask Hashem to help us out of those situations. So like I said, debt, if somebody's in a financial situation where they feel very trapped by their debt, sometimes people are in a situation, let's say in a relationship where they feel very trapped by the relationship or Again, this is also financial, sort of like I said before, but maybe sometimes people feel like they're trapped in a job and they can't see a way out of it. They can't 
they can't leave it for whatever reason. And a lot of times the things that we feel that we're very trapped by are very illusory, meaning we feel trapped, but we're not. And if we dive into Hashem and we are able to have that perspective that Hashem can solve all of our problems, then actually there will be a way out of that problem that had never even occurred to us before. And I've seen this time and time again. People will come to me because I'm a therapist, so people will come to me and tell me what their problem is. There's no way out. There's no way out. And sometimes if you just ask the right question or you help somebody see something from a different perspective, they create the most incredible solutions and the most creative solutions for their problems that never had occurred to them before. I remember once I had a client who told me that she was in a relationship and she saw no way out. Her boyfriend was paying for her college and she had no family and she had no means of support and it was a terrible relationship and she really wanted to leave him but she just didn't see how she could manage on her own and I said to her I wonder if you can think of any other options and that's all I said I didn't say anything else she came back the next week she said I broke up with my boyfriend and I was so surprised because the way she had presented it to me the week before, it sounded like there was no way out of this relationship. And it could be I've told this story before because I, I tell it a lot because it was just so powerful to me that a person really, when they take control of their situation, they have creative solutions that are available to them that they never thought of. But she said, you, you said, what are my options? And I never really thought of what my options really, really are. And when I went through all the different things that I could possibly do, she came up with this idea of who she could live with and how she could manage her life financially. And she was, I mean, it was, it was just an incredible like turnaround just in one week. And I think for us, when we look at this bracha, Matsyar Surim, what our options are is recognizing the fact that Hashem has the ability to get us out of every situation. Yeshua Hashem Keharif Ayan. Hashem's salvation comes in the blink of an eye. So not only can Hashem get us out of any situation that we feel is completely unescapable, but Hashem could do it in the blink of an eye. Things change in a second. And we never should feel that a situation is hopeless or that we're never going to get out of it. So people feel they're trapped, let's say financially trapped. People feel like they're trapped um, maybe in situations like, let's say, I. so the idea, what I mentioned before is a job or relationship sometimes. Somebody's in a terrible marriage and getting out of that terrible marriage isn't necessarily just getting divorced. It's also obviously working on that relationship, doing the things that need to be done. And this is where that idea of control is so important. A person feels like they're trapped in a marriage. They can't get out of it. And by the way, I'm not making judgments about um, anybody's situation, what they should or shouldn't be doing. But very often people see like a very binary choice in front of them. Do I leave? Do I stay? What do I do? And when we open up our hearts to Hashem, there might be other solutions and other ways to go about dealing with that problem rather than yes or no, go or stay. Working on something, making efforts in certain areas will completely change the situation. And even if our situation is not necessarily ideal or the best it could ever be, but not feeling trapped is so important and we can achieve that feeling. Because what happens when a person person feels trapped and a person feels like they're bound up, right? Matir asurim, asurim means like tied up, bound up. There's no choice. There's no freedom, which is the worst state that a person can be. The highest aspiration for a Jewish person is Bechira, is free will. And if a person feels like they're limited in their ability to make choices for themselves for whatever reason, whether it's, again, uh, a financial situation or a difficult relationship, or maybe they're struggling with some sort of some sort of an illness that's trapping them, right? 
davening to Hashem and having that in mind when we say this bracha, what basically what we're doing is we're saying, Hashem, the power to free me from this, whatever it is that's binding me up, is in your hands. And that in turn frees us psychologically from whatever is imprisoning us. We give Hashem the control and we in by doing that, we almost take it back for ourselves, right? So let me play out an example of how this works. So let's say, um, okay, the example that I gave before, somebody feels like they're totally trapped in a, um, maybe by an illness, let's say. Somebody has an illness and they really feel like they can't do the things that they want to do. They can't achieve the things that they want to achieve. They can't necessarily have the physical freedom to go where they need to go. They need to stay near the doctors or maybe they're actually physically limited by whatever it is the illness is. So they get to this bracha and they stop for a second and they think of whatever it is that's that they feel trapped by and they say, Hashem, you're the one who can free me from whatever it is that's that's trapping me and have this in mind and that now is in Hashem's hands. Hashem can free me from this. So now what happens is that the person who has this illness is thinking about themselves in the context of this illness and what they have and they recognize the fact that Hashem is in control, Hashem is in charge of their illness, and all the efforts that they're trying to get out of that illness now, they can put to the side. Now, obviously, everybody has to do their hashtadlas, but very often when somebody's in a in a situation, what they're thinking is, how do I get out of the situation? And they're limited in the scope of their creativity and imagination because all they can think is, how do I get out? How do I end this? If you recognize the fact that a situation, especially one that you're struggling to get out of, um, is in Hashem's hand, then you can stop, take a step back, and do that thing that I said before, which is, what about this situation is in my control and what is not? Let me focus my efforts on those areas that are within my control, and then you actually change your life, because what you're doing is actually going to have an impact. So if a person's in a situation and they say they're resentful, let's say they have this illness, I don't want to have it, I want to get out of it. And they spent a lot of time, let's say, angry, resentful, in denial. None of these are helpful. When they recognize, you know what, the only person who could get me out of this is Hashem, then they could say, well, what's in my control? My attitude. Maybe even there are physical things. Like, I'll focus on diet. I'll focus on, you know, some of the therapies maybe that I've been resisting doing, whatever it is. But recognizing where the control lies with us and where it lies in, in the hands of Hashem is the path towards happiness. It's also the path, and I say this again as a mental health counselor, towards a life of no anxiety. And I would also encourage you, because this is something that I'm reminded as I'm talking to you that came up in my podcast with Hadassah Nissan Swerdloff. It was an incredible podcast, but we talked about being an older single. And she was very frustrated at one point. I was talking to somebody and her Das Torah, and she said, he said, well, he said to her, you know, if you're in a situation and you're struggling to get out of it and you're just not getting out of it, Hashem is trying to tell you that this is where you're supposed to be right now. And this is what, and then you need to work within that context of where Hashem is putting you. Why is Hashem putting you there? Again, what is, what can I do? What can't I do? Where's my control? Where does my control lie? And if we could isolate that element in any given situation, where is my control? What has Hashem given me control of today? I wake up in the morning, Hashem has given me control. Bar Hashem of my hands. Bar Hashem of my feet, of my eyes, of my ears, of my ability to speak. That's an incredible responsibility. How am I now going to use that ability that Hashem gave me to do the things that need to be done that day? I don't want to take advantage of this bracha. I want to use it proactively and positively in my life. And what are the things that I don't have control of? Let Hashem worry about that. 
give him your burdens, take control of the things that you can control, and be effective today. Anyways, that's it for this bracha. Um, I am coming to you next week, Emirat Hashem, with a podcast, an incredible conversation that I had with Danielle Renov. Um, you may have heard of her. She has goes. Uh, she wrote a beautiful cookbook. Sorry, I can't get my words out. So excited about this podcast. Um, the cookbook, Peas, Love, and Carrots. And that is also her Instagram handle at Peas, Love, and Carrots. It was an incredible conversation. We talked about food. We talked about our grandmothers. We talked about the importance of Bitochon. Um, and it was just incredible. So looking forward to that, posting that, and sharing that with you guys next week. Again, if you want to reach me, please email me at a deeper conversation, 120 at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram at a deeper conversation. And I'll meet you back here next week for the next podcast. You've just listened to a podcast on the Maverick Podcasting Network. Check out more at maverickpodcasting.com.